0: The Premier League Gambling Podcast, Matchday Six Picks Edition on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now, use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app. Use the promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20x in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bet app or visit hufbets.com Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming from Newcastle-upon-Tyne. In the northeast of England. Today is Wednesday, the 20th of September, and we are here to have a little look around the Champions League uh, games that happened on Tuesday, and we've got some live action happening. So we can see some live bets coming in or getting mushed one way or the other, and then make our picks for match day six, which runs Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Joining me is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Baza, how are you doing? I'm not
1: bad, I'm just watching live scores going in as you're talking away and uh, one of my bets has gone right down the pan uh, as Arsenal have just scored the third. Um, I took PSV to keep it tight, didn't I? But you're on the right side of that one. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm all right. Um, Champions League started yesterday. Um, Newcastle ground out... uh, a solid nil nil, um fortuitous at times we, we rode our luck, but um really good point for Newcastle. Uh, I enjoyed it being back in Newcastle being back in amongst it. Yeah. Um, it was very I was happy to get to, towards the end at nil nil and think we if we can just get one chance. And then we got that one chance, didn't we? Um and Sean Longstaff had one tipped over the bar right at the death. I mean that would have been absolutely amazing if we'd managed to nick that, but gotta be happy with that. 0-0 at the San Siro on your first uh, first Champions League game for 20 years. We'll, we'll take that, won't we?
0: Yeah, I was over the moon. Anyone with half a brain who I've spoken to since, for example, yourself, me dad, Semes, all those type of people, everyone I was in the pub with. We went to the pub, we took all the kids. With it being an early kickoff. it was a good chance for them to get that experience under their belt together. Um, everyone thought it was a good result. There's your usual divvies online who think that it wasn't. Um there are even like some Moonaf's been trying to knock me today, saying it was a terrible result, and he clearly just doesn't know anything about football. Um but I didn't care equally as long as we didn't get humped 6-0. Um I just wanted us to turn up and perform. And it was just it was great to see to stand and listen to the music, like you said last week. And then even watching the telly, you like you could I was aware of the graphics and I was aware of the little Champions League ball with the little stars and everything, and the little thing in the the score bug in the corner. But to see all of that with Newcastle on the pitch, just it looked like a FIFA game, because the only time I've ever seen that in living memory, and the same with Bob, is um, when we play FIFA and we play the Champions League final, like Newcastle v. Falkirk or somebody. Um, So it was just nice to see that. I've just pointed over my shoulder here, Baz, because we've got it in a little bit. Look at that. (laughs) And uh, it's uh, it's too early for me to go. You're single parent
1: this week, aren't you, Malcolm?
0: Well, yeah, Barry. And here is the tale. This is tonight's lifestyle. The tale of my single parenthood. Unbelievable. Um, I'm gonna preface this, Barry, by pointing out that I'm incompetent and incredibly lazy. Now those two things go hand in hand. I'm incompetent because I'm lazy, I'm lazy because I'm incompetent. There's certain things I'm got, I'm great fun in the pub. I'll knock you up a lovely dinner. I'm a very thorough lover, right? Other than that, I've got nothing to offer, Barry. I've got absolutely nothing to offer you. So, the IT department went away, tea time on Monday. Now, it's, so it's not like she's been gone three weeks past. She'd been gone, when things started to go wrong last night, she'd been gone 27 hours. So, we come back from the pub after the match, eight o'clock. No bother, everyone's had a lovely time. Um, so, I'll throw Bob in bed at like half past nine last night. And I right, see you later, I mate. Mean, closest bedroom door. It's a closest bedroom. Oh, the smoke alarm at the top of the stairs starts going off. But the like the, the the dying battery type of going off. Do you know what I mean? Where it just beeps every 10 seconds. Or I think it beeps every minute. Like, but you can't leave it like that because no one will get any sleep. It's horrendous noise, isn't it? Um so it's in an awkward place. So I'm trying to balance on the top of the stairs to have a look at it. I can't get up. Betty has a look. It says you've got it. Shove a screwdriver in the hole, slide the case off. So I was like, well, right, okay, where's the screwdrivers? I've got no idea where these will be kept. Betty disappears off, 13-year-old daughter, returns a couple of minutes later with three screwdrivers, so she knows where they live. Um, And then again, we're both up there, can't get the cover off this thing, Baz, for 20 minutes, right? I'm shouting and swearing. I'm falling off the thing, nearly falling down This is. I was pulling my hair out. Betty's trying to do it. We just couldn't do it. This is the kind of incompetence that I'm on about. Like the minute one thing goes wrong, I'm, that's it. I'm shagged. I can't do anything. Eventually, so if you put the screwdriver in and then just flick it up, the thing pops off. So we got the thing off. Um, and then I spent another 20 minutes trying to work out what to do. Long story short, the smoke alarm is now sitting in the conservatory out there, wrapped in three blankets and like a tea towel and a towel because it's still beeping <laughs> and I don't know what to do about it. Right? So I missed all the end of the football. I think get back downstairs about quarter past ten. That took about an hour. Um, and then, so right, everyone, do, I come down here, I said to you, I'm going to try and fix my internet because my reception's been a bit shit still. Um, the laptop wouldn't work, the internet wouldn't work. It turns out the whole Sky Network was down, all in the area, but I didn't know that. So I was trying to fix my own thing, which it turns out was an impossibility. So I had a, another temper tantrum there, went to bed. Three o'clock in the morning, I woke up, Buzz and the bedroom doors, it was quite a windy night, quite a stormy night. The bedroom doors, bang, 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 banging. I was like, Fucking hell. So I, opened, I went into the bathroom, and I'd left the bathroom window open a little bit, the big window, not the little one at the top. And it had blown wide open in the wind, which is fair enough. However, A, I couldn't reach it to get it back in. And B, like it must have blown open so much. It's a, I don't know what the word is, like hinges, maybe his arms. They'd like locked in position.
1: Yeah.
0: Bathroom bars, it was like Jumanji. It was it was so windy, it was like beetle It was stuff like swirling round. There was flannels hitting us in the face. My spider plant was going. There was bottles of shower gel flying all over. Like a proper whirlwind tornado. I'm hanging out the window at 3am, delirious with tiredness, trying to close the window. So that was another literally half an hour out of my night. Um, It was just an absolute fiasco. Um, Yeah, 27 hours. There's no food in the house. There's no clothes. Um, It's like Lord of the Flies. Like the kids are eating their own shoes to survive. There's no cutlery, no crockery. Um, it's just absolute mayhem, Barry. 27 hours. It looks like we've been burgled. Every house in the, every room in the house, it looks like someone's ransacked every drawer and cupboard and tipped it onto the floor. It's, it, I don't know what's gone wrong, Barry. It's, uh, it's amazing. Any, yeah, any it's thoughts? It's thought to realise uh, how, how
1: little you do around the house and how much Laura does without you. <laughs> you hell? Uh, appreciating it.
0: Yeah. It's absolutely wild. Well. Like like Bob's running around in like a cloth with wall paint on his face. Everyone's just completely gone utterly feral. It's been an absolute shambles, past. Um So live football tonight. Um, yeah, my picks are doing all right, you know. The, well, the first one I got paid out on, but we can't count it as a winner, Barry, can we? Because I took Copenhagen to win in Galatasaray at 4-1. Um, someone messaged you on TikTok. It sounded like maybe a Turkish fella. Um, wasn't um, done. That was on YouTube, someone commented on the YouTube just yeah. saying, um, it,
1: it, he obviously didn't fancy it because he said, have you not seen the Galatasaray squad with um, Ziyech and Zahar and Tete um, various other big names but um, yeah, Copenhagen got off the flyer 2-0 up um, and as you say, betting on three, bet 365, you're paid out at 2-0 up so we both cashed that um, Galatasaray came back later on after a red card and, and Copenhagen yeah. Um, let two in, finish two two. Um, don't mind people coming on YouTube and you know, know, that's exactly what we're about. You know, we've no problem with anybody not liking what we put out. Um, our Discord channel is full of people that oppose
0: anything we put
1: out, like so. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: it's fine. Um, but yeah, I think. Well, I mean, I think I was quite pleased with my handicap. Was it? It was. It was just too close together. There were two quite evenly matched teams. That's why I had all the pressure. But then you look at a team. Ziyech isn't going to frighten you at all. Not interested. Um, Icardi is all right, but a little bit old and busted. Zaha wasn't playing. So they had that Uruguayan fella in goal. You only ever see at World Cups. You know that Mexican goalie who doesn't exist apart from in the World Cup with a curly hair. You've never seen him have you ever. Don't know. World Cup comes around there he is he's, 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 he's played every game for Mexico in the World Cup since 1958 only exists the, the Uruguay fella the same like he's got uh, like Willie Carson um, so yeah I was quite happy with the handicap and then it didn't it, but I did get paid out so I mean it doesn't help the uh, anyone who hasn't got the Bet365 account you did okay last night the only one I got wrong Baz, was uh, Dortmund like I had, the one I handicapped wrong got a couple of bets wrong Um but PSG were much better than Dortmund. I said PSG weren't very good and Dortmund will played them. And I watched a bit of that game. It was really weird watching that game with an actual interest in it, like trying to watch Newcastle's next opponent rather than just watching some, for sort of fantasy football purposes or what have you. Um, and I was wrong. PSG were considerably better than Dortmund. But, yeah, you went all right last night. And, well, it was a mixed bag for me. I mean, I got both picks
1: wrong in our group. Um but the one I did well on was the Leipzig game. I took Leipzig to beat Young Boys. was a good price. I took them on the Asian Handicap minus one and they won by two. They won 3-1. But I took them um, good plus money price. 11-8 to eight for Leipzig to score three or more. Uh, so the 3-1 win there cashed a couple of minutes. And then the score and uh, The score at Treble. Um, took Mbappe. Took Lewandowski. And the third one is Kane. We need Kane to get a goal in the second half against Man United. Um... Or oh, Kane and OC men would be a 10 to 1 um, accumulator on that. But uh, yeah, 2 0 up by Munich, but no carry, Harry Kane just yet. Shane Wright's just jumped in the chat. Um, Man United fan, he's dropping in since United are 2 0 down at half time. <laughs> uh, it's just no surprise. They did start fairly brightly. I only watched the first 15 minutes or so. Um, and then I give the tell you over to the, the family. And then by the time I'd sat down and Turned this computer on and, and got ready to do this. Malcolm told me it was 2-0. But I thought Man United had start quite brightly. They should have uh, they looked like they were going to get off to a, a flyer in the first five minutes. But uh, yeah,
0: good time to join us, Shane. Yeah, Clinton Morrison's doing the game on uh Sky. And it's all it's over. It was Martin, you were making chance after chance. I think Pellistry missed an absolute sitter or should have scored. Um but my picks tonight, Baz, I've already landed a couple Arsenal Asian first half. Um, that was plus 325, so that's already paid out at half-time. Um, and my, I took a parlay on um, Arsenal, Bayern Munich and Sevilla. Sevilla were my best bet of the week. They're 1-1 with Lunds, but I've already received the early payouts for Arsenal and Munich. Um, so Sevilla is my third leg of a treble, uh, is the one I'm after. Arsenal, the Asian handicap, looks home and hosed. Um, so, yeah, going all right, Barry. Um, and Premier League picks you up. It's going to be, uh, quiet
1: in here. I mean, our live streams are going to get quieter now, Malcolm. There the Champions League on a Wednesday night um, yeah. clashing with us and then NFL on a Sunday night clashing with us. So, uh, we're
0: going to struggle for people in the live streams at the moment. You, I think you, you can watch the Champions League and listen to us at the same time. Like, uh,
1: uh, spoiler Uh well. Still, as they going with.
0: Absolutely. Um, okay, we'll move on and we'll make some picks on this weekend's Premier League action. I'll tell you first about uh, DraftKings, um, one of our favourite sponsors uh, here on the show. DraftKings are back um, with the NFL action. Great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Um, you'll walk away an instant winner, Um by betting on these epic matchups, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you on the action, so download the app now. Sign up with the code SGP. New customers can bet just five dollars to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sports Week, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. With the code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details in state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And Game Time, the ticket people helping make and buy tickets far less stressful than it should be. Um, game Time is the fastest way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy and theatre near you. Things like flash deals and last-minute tickets and the Game Time Guarantee. Um, Credits you 110 percent of the difference if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account, redeem the code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, how did you find this card, Baz? Easy, hard, indifferent? Um indifferent, I'd say there was a couple of games that I really didn't
1: like. Um, but then there was a couple where I went into it thinking I don't know where to start with this. But then came out of it thinking I found an absolute beauty. So uh-huh. um, we might be alright. I found found a couple of good trends tonight. Actually a couple of uh a couple of different
0: things that, that might might work out. We'll see, see how it goes. Yeah, I've made two picks on games like sort of correlated, a team to win and both teams to score. And I don't think I've made two in total over the hundreds of games we picked, but I just couldn't find a more suitable outcome. So, um, yeah, I've made two of them tonight. We'll have to see how they get on. Um, I'll tell you what got onto my radar, Baz, and been of great interest. Four teams last weekend uh, came from behind a win in the Premier League. And that is just very, very rarely happens. If you score first, you've got an 89% chance of not losing, apparently. Uh, so for four teams, and um, that's a big old parlay, you can do the maths on that one, but four teams went 1-0 down um, and came back to win uh, last weekend. So, yeah, we'll have well, to see if there's a, any trend. When you think about it, Malcolm, them four teams were all
1: ones that you could have considered getting on in play because Spurs went down early, were favourites for yeah. the game. Villa went down and were favourites. Liverpool would be another one. Um, and Man- it would have been Man City, wouldn't it? They were 1-0 down to West Ham. So, if you think about them four games, they were all four favourites to win the games. When they go one nil down, they're all games where you could consider thinking, yeah, they'll come back. Because I'm sure most of them were early goals to the underdog um, and plenty of time for teams to get back into it. But yeah, I think it would have been Spurs, Villa, Man City and Liverpool would have been the four.
0: Um, the one thing this weekend we need to factor in for the first time um, it's the European stuff. And honestly, we don't know what's going to happen because obviously the four teams in Champions League action and then the even weirder thing that happens is the Europa League. So Brighton, um, Liverpool, what competition are West Ham in? Are they in the Europa League, are they in the conference? Europa League, uh, Villarreal
1: in the conference league. Okay, Brighton yeah. The Europa League. Um, so, yeah, there's still still three more teams in action tomorrow. Um, and as you say it, See what sort of toll it takes. I mean, I've covered it a little bit when we get to the Newcastle um, game because I thought Newcastle looked absolutely wrecked at the end of the game last night. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll cover that when we get to the Newcastle uh, analysis.
0: So there's no Friday night game. Uh, there's no Monday night game. So everything's squashed into five games on Saturday, five games on Sunday, night split. Um, and we've got three three o'clock kickoffs on Saturday. The first of which is Crystal Palace against Fulham. Uh, Palace are five to six. Actually, drifted a little bit. Nine to ten now. Uh, Crystal Palace. The draw is five to two, and Fulham are thirteen to four plus three twenty-five. Um, yeah, Crystal Palace are sitting in eighth place. Uh, they are one, two, uh, drawn one, lost two. Um, again, this is just kind of what Palace are. Scored six, conceded seven. Um, and that's I think. Pretty much what you can expect from Palace—they're going to be win one, lose one, draw one. Um, they're going to score as many as they concede. It's not going to be loads in either direction. Um, they've beaten a couple of teams around them, and they're just very functional. Like I say, that there's some teams who've surprised us. There's some teams who've been worse than we thought, and then there's a glob of teams. that you kind of—and and Palace would have been the ones you never thought were going to veer very far from the mean. They just haven't done for years. Like and. Um, Fulham have got the same record as Palace, as it happens. Um, The Gordons is a concern. They've scored five and conceded 10. Um, Their two wins were both 1 0 wins at Everton, um, when actually they were quite lucky, and against Luton. So they've beaten, I would say, nominally the worst two teams in the league at the moment and beaten them 1 0. I thought this was a really straightforward pick, guys. Palace are the better team. Palace have got better players. Palace are good at home. Um, I'll take Palace <laughs> nine to ten, please uh, minus one one one. Thank you.
1: Not for me, Malcolm. Not for no, me. No,
0: um,
1: I know. Two You love Palace. I, I, I do generally, but um, I don't think they've really done much for me this season. Like, um, I mean, the two teams who were hard to split—they both played five, both got seven points, both two wins, two losses, one draw. Fulham have got the worst goal difference, but that's mainly due to the 5-1 defeat versus Man City. Yeah, they'd probably be sitting here on the same goal difference if they played similar games. Fulham games have went over 2.5 in three out of five. Uh, Palace, last two games, both went over with, with nine total goals. A bit, a bit odd when you look at the last couple of Palace games because Palace are normally always these 1-0s, 1-1s, 0-0s. And then they've gone and had, what was it, a 2-2 and a 3-2 last, last couple of games. Um, sorry a 3-1 defeat and then a 3-2 win against Wolves Um, but but although I mean although those recent games for Palace have had plenty of goals I think they are outliers really with the Villa game was 1-0 in the 87th minute and even the Wolves the 3-2 versus Wolves that was 0-0 until 56 minutes so it all went a bit crazy in that one I I think if I had to go goals wise I would still lead towards the under 2.5 in Palace games at the moment um, but not going for goals. I, I think it's hard to split the two on current form. Um, I don't really want Fulham, but Palace have only lost Palace twi- Palace have only lost twice since uh, since January at home. So I, I get what you say about them being in good form. They're good to, hard to beat at home, um, and the two teams that beat them are Man City and Arsenal. So that's really why I don't fancy Fulham. Is because Palace don't lose a lot of games. They're a hard side to beat. But they've drawn six of the last 12 competitive home games. And the last time these two played in May um, was a 2-2 draw. So I, I just think I can't split these at the minute on the form I've seen this season. And as I say, six out of the last 12 at Selhurst Park have been a draw. Give uh, me the draw here. So I'll take Crystal Palace versus Fulham to draw 9-4 twenty
0: five. Is there going to be a, uh, a correct score in that uh in that no,
1: selection there, I mean, Barry. You no, know, because I'm, I'm not allowed to, to make yeah. one one of the week.
0: But um But I haven't I have got one this week and I really uh, want to play I really want to play the song. So if you want to, you can have it.
1: No, I, th- I think this could be uh, a nil nil or a two two. Ah so I'm not going for the one one of the week. You're not
0: playing the song. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> uh, your song will not be played because I haven't got one and Barry's being belligerent, so that's one of those things. <laughs> and serial's just joined because it's half time. Um now, Baz, I think if you promise not to spoil anything for Serial, I think Serial should be allowed to stay for the second half. You have to put yourself on a 90 second goal delay. That's if you can that. do that, then Serial can stay. It's only a cane goal that might get
1: me excited because that's, yeah, that's yeah. troubling. trouble. But um, yeah, I can be quiet.
0: All right, there you go, Serial. He's promised to be quiet. Um, Three o'clock. Uh, Luton Town take on Wolverhampton Wanderers. Luton R. Um, 11 to 5, plus 220 draws 12 to 5 plus 240 and Wolves are six to five uh plus one twenty Barry. Yeah so Luton the the last
1: team in the league without a point four defeats from four um they have been getting a bit closer though having started with two three goal defeats to Chelsea and Brighton um it's been single goal defeats against Fulham and West Ham lately so a bit of progress you could say um they've only managed two goals so far in their four games um, but they have had an XG of close to four and a half, so it's just they are creating enough chances to, to possibly have been doing a little bit better. Wolves haven't fared much better, just one win from five, and that one win came against Everton. Uh, and everyone beats Everton. In a game where Everton probably should have got something though. Uh, I think Wolves are probably a bit fortuitous to come away with a with a win in that one. Um so wolves not playing great. I think it could be an opportunity for Luton to do something here. Um, I don't particularly want to take wolves away from home at six to five plus one twenty. But then I don't. Uh, I thought I don't really have any strong feelings either way on the on the money line market. There, there isn't really an outcome in this game that would be a huge shock to me. If Luton were to get their first win of the season here, I wouldn't be massively surprised. Um, similar if Wolves were to go there and and sneak a win. Um, so. I just went to the goals market. I'm, I'm going to take over two and a half goals. Three of the last four, well, three of four. Luton have only played four games. Have all went over two point five, uh, and three of the last four Wolves game also went over two point five. So I'm getting evens for over two and a half goals, um, and it's hit seven out. Uh, sorry, six out of seven games, or six out of eight for these two teams. So um, yeah, the prick for me: Luton v Wolves over two and a half goals at even money. Plus 100. Uh, yeah.
0: Very indecisive, Baz, on these first two games.
1: I know I'm all over the place, aren't I? Uh,
0: yeah, that's all. I quite enjoyed it, watching you squirm a little bit. Um, Luton have been competitive in spells, um, and they have had a tricky start to the season. The fixtures haven't been ideal at all. Um, and the last two games, they've only lost by one. I really want them to do well, um, and I think they can do okay. But this is true. This is an opponent in Wolves... That, um, I think in pick up points because um, I've been on them a couple of times and I think they've been unlucky I think they were, they were unlucky certainly against Liverpool last weekend we talked about that header is it that Cunha's header Um could yeah. have passed us a 7-1 to one winner um, so Wolves are hard, really hard to assess because the record is 1-1 and lost 4 and they keep playing well but losing which isn't a great sign or is it do you know what I mean do you take the positives that they're playing well and say well they can play well and lose what's the point of that because um, that'll get you a certain amount of credit but that's about as far as it goes but Liverpool and Man United they could easily have picked points up from and it'll get you a certain amount of credit doing that if you win games like this you then there's no point playing well at Man United and getting chinned playing well against Liverpool and getting chinned if you then turn up against Luton and get chinned um, I've got to give Wolves a chance I wish it was somebody else I wish it was Palace or Fulham or Brentford or even any other team I'd take Wolves However, um, yeah, I'm going to take them here. Six to five. It's a little bit like the Palace pick. These two, my first two picks, were just really root one. It was a better team with the better players at odds against. Uh, So I'll take Wolves to follow up my uh, Palace pick. Six to five plus 120. Um, I'll move on. Liam is having a a chat uh, saying hello. He likes the show. Um, he's trying not to stick around too long, Liam. Uh, fair enough. Um, score steady, be all right. Megan um, Baz are... Uh, can, yeah, where are we going for the
1: lifestyle chat. You know.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, we've spent years just being absolute DJ, so it's not a problem, man. Uh, we'll just keep a lid on it. Yeah, and the lifestyle chat, second and on, Liam, so yeah, we appreciate that. Um, where are we going? Manchester City against Nottingham Forest. Um, Man City are round about one to seven minus seven hundred. Uh, Nottingham Forest are eighteen to one, and the draw is uh, seventeen to two plus seven fifty. Um, as usual, a one to seven shot. It's hard to analyze the game because you know what you're going to get from City, and then you've got to try and find an angle in. We saw a similar comp game last week against Fulham where they won five one. We saw a kind of similar game against Belgrade in the week where they won 3-1. Um, so you're trying to factor in Forest and what can Forrest do. Forrest were bang average against Burnley the other night. Um, they did pick up another point. They could have got beat quite easily. My angle is, Baz, Forrest have scored in every game this season. Um... They scored in seven consecutive games at the back end of last season. Um, like I said, we've just seen City concede against Belgrade. We saw them concede against, it was West Ham last week, not Fulham. But we did see them concede against Fulham the week before that as well. Sheffield United scored past him. Both teams to score, as much as Man City have been defending quite well, uh, both teams to score is 5 to 4, uh, which is plus 120. And I think because we've seen so many comp games where City have conceded one and, like I say, Forrest on an 11-game scoring streak in the Prem, I think that's a fair price, Baz. Um, both teams have score 5-4, to four, plus 120. And I will remind you, if Serials here, don't say anything, Baz.
1: Oh, he'll, he'll know by now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've gone with a similar pick. Not not the same pick, uh, but for certainly similar reasons. Um, we're, we're looking now at the only 100% team in the league, won five, scored 14, conceded three. But they've conceded in each of their last four games, including last night's Champions League game. Um, so as you say, teams can score against City, very rarely score more than one, um, but they can always get, get. you know, you've always got a chance of getting one. Forrest, you say they're off to a good start, seven points, two wins, two losses in the draw. They've been competitive in every game. The defeats to Arsenal and Man United were just a single goal. Um, so, can they keep it tight here against City? Um, I'm I'm, not quite convinced of that. Um, but I'm like you, I do think they can score here. They scored, as you say, in all five of the league games so far. Um, so, I did look at the handicap for Forest, but it's... It, it, I think it was Forest plus two on the Asian handicap. And I just thought I'm probably looking at a push at best uh, because I think City will go and win this from like 3-1 or something like that. I think Forest will get the goal. Um, But I didn't fancy City on the handicaps either. You've got to take City to win by three or more to get plus money on handicaps. And if you want to back City goals, you've got to back them to get four or more. Um, And it was just a bit too short for me, City. So I, I went with a similar thinking Forest will score, City will win um, and will win something like 3-1 um, so yep. I went for over 3.5 goals for okay. me at even money and if Forest don't get a goal City are more than capable of putting 4 goals yep. past anyone at home on the day, so the pick for me was a similar thing for similar reasons, over 3.5 goals,
0: Man City, Forest at evens. evens Yeah, you've got that little safety net in which I think probably accounts for that sort of 20 points that you're taking from the five to four uh, down to even. It's like, he's lagging here behind me. He just farted dead loud, right? <laughs> and then I think he forgot. That they, and so I just turned around and looked at him he had that face I was like, oh, sorry, I re- didn't realise I was meant to be being quiet. Because he said I could stay there and just it quiet. It's Honestly, it's gone. Uh, the entire household's out of control, but. Um, yeah, so Man United have got one back is what we we're alluding to. Serial, well, you must have seen that by now. I think he's gone anyway. He's uh, He doesn't trust you, Barry. Um, Rasmus Hoyland has got his first goal uh, For Manchester United By and two Man United One A little bit of a sweat uh, Next up is the tea time game on Saturday um, Which is Brentford Against Everton That is a 5.30 kick-off Which is what? 12.30 Eastern time um, But we'll get stuck into that first After I've told you um, About underdog fantasy A great way to play alongside your favourite football team um, your favourite NFL team, that is, all season long. You can win up 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Total $2 million in prizes all season long. 100 um, k in prizes this week. 10 k to 10 people this week. New sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. This week's higher or lower um, is Tyreek Hill. Uh, receiving yards 91 and a half higher or lower even if you're wrong you get a chance to win 10k so watch along make your picks maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website that is underdogfantasy.com oh Barry serial might have just spoiled that one for us it's, oh Barry's got two hands in the air Barry tell us all about the uh, is that a 10 to 1 winner you've just landed well, uh,
1: I, I can't see what's happened to the outcome of a penalty, but seriously me, that Kane has stood over a penalty at the moment um, and that would mean uh, a winning treble for me from the last uh, show. It's a goal, bad. It's a world. Yeah, it is. I, I knew that, but I didn't want to uh, spoil it before Kane <laughs> had stood up and took it on, on American <laughs> televisions. Um, but yeah, European podcast through the week, I took the treble goal as. Um, Kane and Bappi Lewandowski 9 2, and um, added in OC Men as an extra pick for 10 to 1. So, if Osimhen Men can step up in the uh, next 40 minutes, that would be an absolute beautiful finish to the week. But yeah, happy with that Kane goal.
0: And Batley was very good last night, Baz. And I cannot wait to watch him running around St James's Park in a couple of weeks' time. I'm quite excited about it. I want to see his face when Dan Burn Leather's in uh. Like Andy Griffin versus Juventus style in two thousand and three. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, Brentford the Everton. Brentford are three to four, um, which is minus one thirty-three. The draw is eleven to four plus two seventy-five. Everton are seven to two um, plus three fifty. And this one's on you, Baz. Yeah, so this was
1: one I didn't like, um, and I think it's just because I don't want to sound like a broken record every week by just coming in and saying Everton are shit, uh, Everton are going to get beat. Oh, that's um, brilliant! Favorite bit of the show is this. But here we are again, um, and and so, so that was my starting point was well, Everton are shit, Everton will get beat. Um, <laughs> four to five was was what I looked at, but then the more I looked at it, the less interested I was. Um, because Brentford have only lost one all season. Newcastle served them their first loss last, season, last week. Um, but they've only won one also. They've only beat yeah. full of, Um And Everton have been shit. Um, you know, only got one point, only got two goals. But they've still only been well beaten in that one game against Villa. Um, they're managing to keep themselves in games. As you said, they were happy to lose 1-0 against Arsenal last week. They had the 2-2 draw, Sheffield United. Wolves was another 1-0. Where they were really unlucky not to get something from it. Um, so I'm actually going to give Everton a chance here I'm them two chances they're going to get two chances uh, Everton double chance at 19-20 to 20, um, minus 105 so just short of even money for Everton to get a point out of this um, I mean it's two teams with only one win between them in 10 games um, and for that reason I think the draw is a real good price as well I, I like the draw 14-5 to 5, plus 280 um, Brentford Everton draw would would interest me as well, definitely. Um, but yeah, the pick for me is is Everton on a double chance market to win or draw at nineteen to twenty.
0: Oh, two bets, then, Baz? Yeah? yeah. Okay, two bets for Baz on that one. He doesn't he doesn't like to uh, just take one bit, Why take one when you can take two? Um, looks like uh, Neil Warnock might be bowing out of football, Baz, with a defeat, unfortunately. Uh, Huddersfield one Stoke, two we like Warnock he's alright he? um, yeah I came down on the side of not picking Brentford to win either I th- think it's the most likely scenario um, but like you say they are not, just not winning those games um, they did okay at Newcastle um, but they've had three home draws um, against Spurs against Palace and against Bournemouth now that's a pretty reasonable comparison games particularly Palace and Bournemouth Um so it's hard to trust them at home to win at that price. Um, Everton suck incredibly hard. Uh, I did have a little run, even kind of in their defence, actually, on Monday night, Sunday night, whenever we did the show. Just because I think Deitch did the players deserve a little bit better than what he's asking them to go and do. Like, um, they should be able to go out and attempt to do more than... What he tried to get them to do last Sunday was fucking horrible. Absolutely horrible. Um, I think he's doing them a, uh, a disservice. I don't want anything to do with Everton to win. So, I do think Brentford will win, but there's a selection at a bigger price that I like, and that's a Brentford team total, Baz. Um, that's over... So the team total over one and a half. Everton defence is very bad. Um, they kind of got away with it last week. Eventually, Arsenal broke them down and won it 1-0. Um But Brentford have been looking good going forward. They look good going forward against Newcastle, even though they didn't score. Um, And Bremo and Wissa still look lively. Um, I think Brentford could get two goals. uh, And that's at five to six, minus 120.
1: Yeah, I looked at that pick, to be honest. I did look at it when I was looking at the Brentford side of things. Um, It did did interest me. But uh, yeah, I just thought I'm going to give... I'm going to give Everton a break this week. And I'm going to give them a chance.
0: Okay, good. Um... Yeah, they've got some fixtures coming up, like four fixtures that they really need to take six or seven points from um, just to give them some kind of hope that they can... And you could say survive. that would be the last five fixtures, Malcolm, because oh, yeah. they yeah, the, the easiest
1: run of anybody starting the season, I think, in terms of fixtures.
0: Yeah, fair enough. You can make a good point. Um Saturday night, eight o'clock. What's all that about? Did we ever gonna start doing half six on Sunday night kickoffs, Baz? I did, yeah.
1: yeah. That's shit. In a way, in a way, did Bournemouth, half past six in the afternoon, and then you've got to try and find a train that gets you back. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's crap for the home fans. It's crap for the away fans. I know Sunday night like we like NFL and stuff, so and things like we keep we like Sunday nights. Because you've had it normally had a busy weekend. You've got kids' football. If you play on a Saturday, you play Saturday and Sunday. Um, and then it's the Sunday night is your, like your chill time. Like. Um, so you could sit and watch your game on the telly. But yeah, Sunday night, just traditionally, because it's always been for other stuff. Um, and there's football on nearly all the time. And Sunday night's the only time there isn't football on. Uh, Some stick a game on there. Uh, bollocks to that. Uh, this is Saturday night, eight o'clock, uh, three p.m. Eastern, which is also a little bit weird. This is Burnley against Manchester United. Uh, Burnley are seven to two plus three fifty. The draw is sixteen to five plus three twenty. And Man United are four to six minus one fifty. Um, on the subject of Manchester United, Barry, I have a nomination for the tit list. Um, I would like to nominate Rio Ferdinand to go on the tit list. He's a tit. That's not in doubt. I mean, but this isn't a list just for tits. I think you have to qualify. And he did. It's the. You know where I'm going with this. I think he did the old. Uh, it's all the Glazers' fault thing. The other day, they're a disgrace for all the reasons he listed, um, and that. And it is coming to the Newcastle stand having. That famous speech that the Newcastle fans should say thank you to Mike Ashley for what he does for the club. Yeah, and I, it's either a lack of self awareness and the bloke's clearly thick as a whale omelette. Fair enough, that's not his fault. He's thick, um, so he's either trolling or he's thick. Either way, it's not acceptable. Um, yeah, tit list for Rio. What what's yeah, your
1: opinion about the glazers? Is fine in isolation. Of course it is, yeah. um, as you say, there was that statement where he told Newcastle fans they should be grateful for Mike Ashley, where Newcastle fans were in exactly the same position. They didn't like the owner. They didn't like the lack of support for their manager. They didn't like the lack of communication with the fans. All the same things he's arguing about, United. He said, Newcastle need to shut up, uh, stop moaning, be grateful, thank him. And if you don't like it, he told Newcastle fans, go and stick we'll your hand up. in your pocket and buy the club yeah. yourself. We had to um, buy our own players, didn't uh, we? So why doesn't Rio Ferdinand go and get all his mates together and go and buy Man United himself, if that's what he wants? Uh, but yeah, tit, get him on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's on, he's going on now. He's in number four, but it's, um, we've now got double, double Man United link. Uh, I tell you, you when the it's not a ranking system, is it, until we have to... No, have to it's not go. a ranking system until you want to put until someone on. In. We're only allowing six on there, aren't we? Yeah. So if you want, you want to put another one on, you've got to move one off. So as it stands, we've got Mike Dean... Jordan Henderson, Mark Goldbridge and Rio Ferdinand at the four tits. Um, this game, Burnley did okay against Forrest the other night. It was a decent game. They could have won. Um, a spurious VAR handball cost them the win late on. Uh, you picked them as well, Baz. That would have been a nice win. It was their first point. Um, they've had a difficult run of games as well. And obviously that continues here with Manchester United. It's all Lyle Thomas will be suspended for them after his uh, sending off. Um, Manchester United obviously it was quite a hard handicap in the fact that they're live as we speak um, but they've been right under the spotlight lately and rightly so um, but I still think they give an average look um, they kept, in fact are we talking about earlier Wolves keep playing okay and getting beat it's that kind of thing again so Man United have had a couple of wins but then I think the better performances have been in the games that they lost uh, Tottenham They could have got points. Arsenal, they could have easily won. And then we've joined this show tonight when Manchester United played really well for 20 minutes and then found themselves 2-0 down. So, is it a positive thing that they're capable of playing well in spells? Or is it negative that even when they play well, they're still getting beat? Um, I can't pick Man United to win. They're too short. Um, I want the Man United team total, but that's too short. Over two and a half is too short. All my things I went to instinctively were sort of four to six. I wasn't interested Um, I can't say Manchester United keeping a clean sheet, either. They just never, ever look like keeping one. They've conceded three again tonight. I know Burnley aren't Bayern Munich, but Man United have conceded against everyone they've faced, apart from Wolves, and they should have conceded that day. Um, So this was one of the two picks that I made earlier on, Baz, that I said I wasn't hugely keen on. Well, not hugely keen, I've just never given out before. And it's Manchester United to win with both teams to score. Uh, the price is twenty-one to ten plus two ten. I think Man United are going to win two-one or three-one. Um, I don't like having to correlated things in me pick. I know I like to keep it fairly clean. I, you you like to meander off, and that's fine. That's kind of your thing. Um, but I've done it, and I've done it again in a little while. So I don't know why you've got me. But I just I couldn't find something else. Baz I like there wasn't anything. Don't, don't be I-
1: yourself up it. Because I've I've got two picks in this game as well, so that's absolutely fine. alright okay. Um,
0: I've gone. One one pick, by the way. There's only two outcomes, Baz. I haven't got three outcomes like you.
1: No, no. This is a very similar pick to yours. To okay, me, to go on. If you if you let me get to it, Malcolm, you can you can just uh, deal with it then. You know. Um, okay. Go. But I, I mean, Man United, I start where I start. Most weeks with Man United at the moment. I just don't want anything to do with him on the money line personally. So I'm I'm not going my all going. I don't want to back them to win um, away from home at odds on. Not one bit. Can't have that at all. Man United's away form this season, played two, lost two. If you want to go back a bit further, competitive games away from home, so not neutral venues in cup finals or semi-finals, any of that. Last five away from home, they've lost 4 won one, one. They, they beat Bournemouth towards the end of last season when Bournemouth had packed up and, and gone away for the season. They scored just two goals in those last five away games. If you want To go back even further, our last 10 away games they've lost six of them and failed to score in five of those six. Um, so five of the last 10 games I haven't even scored a goal. Um, conceded 10 just in the last four games alone, and we can call that 13 and 5 now if you want to include the Man United Man, uh, the, the Bayern Munich game. Um, anyway. Enough about Man United. That's that's the negatives of Man United for now. Um, Burnley have had a difficult start. They lost the first three versus Villa, Spurs, and City. Picked up the first point against Forest on Monday, and I think they showed some of what we thought we'd see from them this season. Um, I think yeah. they were really unlucky not to get all three points. That 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 disallowed goal, I think, was was ridiculous um, and should have stood. Um, but, but plenty of positives. From them, at Coley Osho looked a real lively player, looked a real threat. Um And he could definitely cause problems here against an underperforming Man United defence. Um So Burnley might not have any points, but they have only been kept out once, and that was against Man City. City are the only team to have kept a clean sheet. So they scored four in their other three games. Um They put two past Spurs, uh, one past Forest, and then I can't remember the other one where they, they got another... Point against someone. Can't remember who it was now. Um, so I, I think they can score, same as you. Um, I'm, I'm immediately drawn to goals, and and it was a bet that I tried twice yesterday and failed. But it's both teams to score, and tagged on with over two and a half goals, uh, because like That's you, I cool. think it could be a two-one either way. I, I, I actually, I wasn't, I wasn't far off taking Burnley as a pick. Um, but yeah, the pick for me is Burnley Man United, both teams to score and over 2.5. It's a price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Um, and as I say, I was tempted at Burnley at 7 to 2. I didn't go that way. Um, but yeah, I can see goals. I see both teams to score. Um, and, and one side will probably nick it 2 1 or 3 1.
0: Okay, moving on to Sunday, um, we've got four two o'clock kickoffs, which is nine a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the first of which is the North London Derby, the game of the weekend. Arsenal take on Tottenham. Arsenal seven to ten minus one forty two. The draw is sixteen to five plus three twenty. Tottenham are sixteen to five plus three twenty. Baz. Yes,
1: yeah, so this should be a good one. Um, and as soon as I went up, I had one pick in mind, and that was Arsenal to win. I did hope to see a better price for, for Arsenal, as I think there's been a bit of an overreaction for me to the Spurs' start of the season, and I thought the books might undervalue Arsenal a little bit. Um, I mean, that's not to say Spurs don't deserve any credit, they, but they have had Sheffield United, Burnley, two of the promoted sides, and Bournemouth in the last three games. They needed 12 minutes injury time to say off Sheffield United. There's no doubt they look a better outfit than last season, more organised, more of a plan, and and I understand the excitement from their fans. I'm not bashing them for that at all, but I just think from a betting perspective, I still think I, I want to temper expectations with Spurs a little bit. Um, they have scored two or more in every game so far. Uh, if people fancy following that trend, 7-4 to you can get um, for them to do that again, so plus 175. But I fancy the Arsenal side of this more, uh, they are unbeaten, four wins and a draw. And we, I mean, we have pointed out in recent weeks where they aren't blowing anyone away. The 3-1 against Man United uh, was the only win they've got. That's by more than a single goal. So I didn't want to take handicaps to push the price up. Arsenal at 7-10s. to tens, It's a little shorter price than I'd, I'd normally like to put up as a main pick. So I want to try and get as close as I can to evens. So I've done a very similar thing, Malcolm, to the previous one. It's a bit strange how we've both went with these little double players uh, in the same week. Uh, So I've gone for Arsenal and over 1.5 goals at 10 to 11. So I'm just getting it a bit closer to evens, but taking the 1-0 out of the equation. Because I I fancy Arsenal to win. Um, So, yeah, the the pick for me is Arsenal and over 1.5 goals at 10 to 11.
0: Okay. Okay. So, uh, I struggled a bit with Arsenal. They've been very steady is what they've done. Uh, Four wins, three of which by one goal. And there's no real patterns for them in uh, their over-under or both teams to score. Um, Tottenham have got the same record as them. They have won four in a row. And it's the Tottenham goals, Baz, so they've scored 2-2-2, 5-2, as you alluded to. All results are in play here. So it was hard for me to come down on a side. It was a tricky game. I think the one thing for certain, one thing that I'm happy with is that Tottenham are going to go for it. Um, Arsenal conceded at home against Forest. They conceded against Manchester United. They conceded two at home against Fulham. You mentioned my pick, Baz, in your analysis. Spurs team total over one and a half. Um, seven to four plus 175 would be my pick here. Um Liam's asking about the Villa game. Uh, we're going to get to that. In two games' time, um, Jack Clark's just scored a goal for Sunderland, Barry. And we don't like to say nice things about Sunderland. It was a very good goal. He's a very, very good player. He scored two again tonight. I would love it if we went and pinched him off them. That would be great. Uh, but he's absolutely outstanding. Uh, great goal tonight. Um, Brighton take on Bournemouth. Brighton are 9-25, minus two seventy-seven. Draw is 4-1. to Bournemouth are 13-2. Uh, plus 650. Yeah, so everybody loves Brighton, don't they, Baz? Uh Everyone just windmilling the willies around every time you mention Brighton. They've had back to back wins against Newcastle and Manchester United. Um, the one staying on their record is that home defeat against West Ham. Um, Bournemouth are winless so far, three draws. They've played okay in patches, they uh, did well in the first half at Liverpool. They got a draw at Brentford, they held Chelsea. Um, my uh, angle on betting Brighton I'm still going to be looking spots to fade them you got them against Manchester's uh, West Ham didn't you you got them against 7 at the back end of last season I got them against Forest Um, they could win 5 out of 6 and you're going to get you're going to get paid out when they lose the 7th one Um, so also factoring in the Europa League, which we don't know really how that's going to affect them. It's not a they haven't got along to the return this week, um, so they're not coming back from Tel Aviv or somewhere. However, Thursday, Sunday, for, for whatever reason, is traditionally hard. Um, the way Bournemouth set up, the way Iriola sets them up, is perfect to hit them on the break. Bournemouth defended well against Chelsea. I'm going to take Bournemouth at 13 to 2 plus 650, but
1: bold pick, uh, Ooh. I like it. Um I've got a different way. I've got a pick that I love, um, and it might not win, but I just love the theory behind it. I, I like what I found, um, and, and the, the logic behind it all all fits in. So, it is a tricky one. I'm, I'm just struggling on a regular basis to deal with Brighton at prices like one, to three favourites, and an odds on for over three and a half goals in the game, and things like this. It, it, it starts to turn me away from the Brighton side of things because I think they are getting too short in in a, in various markets I mean they have had 22 goals in the 5 games they've been involved in, every one of them has been both teams to score, every one of them has been over 3.5 goals they've won 4 out of 5 games so I do get why the books are so short on Brighton Uh, I just struggle with it, and I really struggle from week to week with Brighton to try and find a pick that I like and that I really have a strong fancy for. But I've found something here. Every one of their games, as I say, has gone over three and a half goals and 22 goals in total in Brighton games. Do you know how many of those 22 goals, Malcolm, came in the first half? Four. Five. Oh, good game. 22 goals in Brighton games, five in the first half. Seventeen in the second half. Okay. Um, every one of the five games has had a single goal in the first half, and then it's it's the second half where it, it, they're getting loads of late goals, and and other teams are getting on the score sheet against them. Um, so second half to be the highest score in half at even money. Oh, um, it's it's a three way market, so you can't have the tie. You know, if it's one 0 yeah. first half, one nil second half, you'd lose it. Um, but we're hoping for something like a, a single goal or, or a nil-nil by half time, and then then off we go. But I just think with our form, five five to seventeen is is the current uh, tallies. Yeah. They're outscoring you know three to one in in second half goals. So yeah, second half in the Brighton Bournemouth game, second half to be the highest scoring at even money.
0: Um, that is one million percent the sniffer of the week guys. You've absolutely dug that one out. Well done. Um, Okay, we move on. We might have to get a bit of a wiggle on here, Baz. Times, uh, time pressing. It was probably my uh, my Jumanji lifestyle chat at the start. Um, Chelsea against Aston Villa, uh, the game the chain wants to know about. Chelsea are five to six minus one twenty. The draw is fourteen to five plus two eighty. Villa a fourteen to five plus two eighty. Barry.
1: Yeah, so I say the same here as I said for Man United. Chelsea at odds on, not a chance. Not for me. Um, one win in five. Failed to score in the last two games against Bournemouth and Forest. Um, Statistically, they've had one of the easiest set of opening fixtures in the league. Um, But they're sitting here on just five points from it with the only win coming against Luton. And and Villa have been a really mixed bag. They conceded eight goals in the two defeats to Liverpool and Newcastle. But in the other three games, they've scored ten and conceded just one. One of the problems we've got is getting Watkins in any kind of form. It's amazing that they've scored so many goals, scored 11-5, and, and Watkins hasn't got a single one yet. Um, yeah. He did score Hattery against Hibs in the Europa League. Um, but as I say, they're, they're scoring without him, so it's not a massive concern, but it makes me think if they can get him firing, they a really, really good play. Side. Really easy one for me, this, Malcolm. Purely on the prices, 3-1 to one for Villa to beat Chelsea. Um, just give me that. Simple as that. So Villa Villa to beat Chelsea 3-1 is the pick for me all day long.
0: Um, it's Liam not asking, not Jane uh, about the Villa? But yeah, my pick's the same, but, Um I think it had to be anyone with half a brain who sat down and looked at this would pick Aston Villa. That's what Liam mentioned. A couple, of, He said Villa have got to be the punt of the week. Um, Chelsea won't win against Sutton. So still waiting to see an improvement. And the lack of a strike is absolutely killing them. Um it's those two away defeats that you make you scratch your head a bit about Villa. I don't quite know what's yeah, happened there. Yeah. Um, however, um, I'm happy to give them a give them a chance. And the other fly in the ointment is and um, the trip to Poland this week. They go to Poland in the Europa because uh, they didn't conference yet. Yeah, they go to you uh, Poland, so we, we don't know how that's going to affect it. Um, but yeah, you've got no other choice but to take Villa. Um, at a price of three to one, which is bigger than the price I had. So I'll take your price, but uh, the penultimate game is Liverpool against West Ham United. Liverpool 9 to 10. Sorry, 9 to 20, minus 222. The draw is 15 to 4 plus 375. West Ham United are 5-1. So Liverpool came from behind for the third time this season, winning at Wolves last week. And they've only kept one clean sheet. Um Four out of five games have had both teams to score. Four out of five games have had over two and a half. Both of those things are reflected in the prices. Uh, Van Dijk is back. I think will help a little bit for them. Um, Trent's got a question mark next to his name. West Ham lost to Manchester City, but they're playing well. Uh, Ward-Prowse has been really good, make a difference. I still don't think West Ham are very good. Um, I, yeah. you I've, might we'll change your mind if they're still good in three or four weeks. But I do think they're going to regress a little bit to the mean. However, spirits are high uh, and they'll have a go here. This is the one that I picked the same as Man United, Baz. Um, West Ham are going to score, but Liverpool are going to win the game. It's going to be another 2-1, 3-1. So Liverpool to win with both teams to score is 13-8, plus team. If you play that and the Man United, one of them is going to hit, Buzz, and you'll end up in a bit of profit.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that one on this game, far more than the Man United game. Um, I'm not going to go through loads of it and the interest of speeding things up, you, you've covered a lot of what I said. But uh, it's another one where I found something a bit different uh, and one that the stats sort of lean into. Um, so you'd mentioned four out of five to the Overs, four out of five, um, I think both teams to score has landed in Liverpool games, five out of five in West Ham games actually. Um but I found something else, four out of five games so far, um, and that's Liverpool conceding in the first half, four out of five games, um, and West Ham have scored in first half in four out of the five games. Um, so that's a pick for me. Liverpool, they've gone behind three times this season. Wolves went up against them. Newcastle went up against them. Bournemouth did it. Um, so they do keep coming back in games. Um but I can. I'm taking West Ham to score in the first half against Liverpool at six to four. And when West Ham do score and go one nil up, that's when you get on Liverpool to win at whatever price you get at that point.
0: Right.
1: Uh, but yeah, it's one I like. As I say, they've conceded in the first half in four of the five games so far. Um, why not again?
0: That's another beautifully fetched out pick. You couple to these. See a lot of these games where you're trying to find an angle in. And then suddenly, like, the amount of times you see something and I get the light bulb, like, yeah, I wish I was good enough to get that. That's a great pick pass. Um, yeah. Final game is the 4.30 Sunday game, 11.30 Eastern, between Sheffield United and Newcastle United. Sheffield United are 11-2, um, to 2 plus 5.50. The draw is 7-2, plus 3.50. Newcastle, 11-25, to 25 minus 2.27, Barry. Yeah, so I'm intrigued, first of all, to see the lineup from Newcastle. I think
1: there's got to be a few changes, given that I thought they looked absolutely wrecked at the end of yesterday's game. And to be fair, both sides did see, Milan equally for the last five minutes, um, looked absolutely exhausted. Uh, but Newcastle have got a midweek game against Man City next week as well. So I think we could really? see um, a few changes here Barnes, Anderson, possibly Hall or Liveramento. Could come in. I would like to see them come in, given the money we've spent and we've not really seen them yet. Uh, I think they'll need to threshen, freshen things up. Um, and I'd be amazed if they don't don't make a few changes. I mean, it, it's a big enough break, don't get me wrong, Tuesday to Sunday. But factoring in the fact we've then got Man City, uh, Burnley and then Paris Saint-Germain, it's just a really... This is the start of a really busy period. Um, and tiredness could could play a factor, really. Um, and, and Chef United will will obviously look to seize on that and and seize any signs of any weakness if Newcastle do come in a bit sluggish. Um, Back-to-back clean sheets for Newcastle. Um, Yesterday's was a big effort. Um, But I just think potential changes at the back for Newcastle. I can see Sheffield United scoring again here. Despite them sitting on just one point, they've scored in each of their last four games now, um, including games against Man City and Spurs. I took the same pick last week. I took both teams to score in the Sheffield United-Spurs game and I got lucky in that one, but not because Sheffield United couldn't get it, but because Spurs left it so late. Um, so the pick for me, Sheffield United versus Newcastle, is both teams to score at 4-5, to five, minus one twenty-five.
0: Um, well, we both can win, Baz, but I've handicapped this a little bit differently from you. Um, Sheffield United have been okay. They lost four games by one goal, so competitive. Um, and they have scored four in a row. Um, Newcastle's 1-0 win against Brentford was much needed uh, last weekend just settled everyone down a little bit it was a rare clean sheet but then we backed it up with another clean sheet against Milan in the week and I think that's the key bit of information for this is that Newcastle sort of back to defending properly back to back clean sheets Um, I don't want to take Newcastle at that short a price the over is too short the Newcastle team total was too short Um, we don't look like battering teams so far, we've mentioned a lot that Newcastle are capable of putting up four, five, six goals last year. We haven't looked like it. I think if Newcastle can defend properly, I can see them grinding out a 1-0 or a 2-0. Um, especially, as you said, there's going to be changes in that team as well. So it might just be a little bit disjointed. I'm going to take the under 2.5, which is too big a price. It's plus 130 13 to 10. So we can win, bars Baz, if, uh, if we get the ones each, we can both win. Uh, but I'd rather win my way. I'm sure you'd probably rather win my way as well. Um, get the three points for Newcastle with a one-nil or a two-nil win. Um, over uh, under two and a half, thirteen to ten, plus one thirty, um, and that's got us to the end. Buzz, uh, dog, goal scorer, Parley, what you got?
1: Let's throw them out here. Uh, underdog is Aston Villa three to one. Dead simple. Um, what's your underdog because I need to price up my scorer I've got it written down but I haven't got the price uh,
0: my so- underdog Baz is Bournemouth 13 to 2 they're going to go into Brighton and turn them over we can all put our penises away and that'll be the end of that for another few weeks yeah I'll take Bournemouth Um, for my, my, par- throw my parley out if you're pricing up um, money line straight money line on the grounds I never win these I've stopped trying to do anything, fans. I just write stuff down now out of speed. Um, Crystal Palace, Man United, Liverpool, Newcastle, plus 6.39. Um, so, what, five and a half to one, that kind of thing, uh, for a, for my, what, four-teamer. Nice. Uh, you got a scorer? No, oh, I've got a scorer, Baz. Right back to the first game, uh, Crystal Palace are going to give Fulham a little bit of welly. Eze has been playing really well. It's come very, very close on more than one occasion. Um, he's 6-1 to one to score first and last and is 12-5 to five plus 240 anytime goal scorer I think it's his turn this weekend uh, just as Moonaf joins us for the last 30 seconds of the show get your pen out Moonaf, write this shit down so you don't have to bother me all weekend go on Baz
1: uh, yeah so I've got uh, my scorer's emblemo, uh in the Brentford v Everton game um, he's just a a constant threat for Brentford he looked dangerous against us you he's always quick on the counter attacks um and he might catch them out 7 to 4 uh, plus 175 for him Bueno is an time scorer uh, he's also 92 first scorer 92 last scorer um and my parlay my ACA uh, is a treble 4 to 1 treble i've gone for both teams to score treble this week um something i've not done before but there hasn't been a lot of clean sheets around premier league this season um so i'm going to go both teams to score in the palace v fulham game brentford v everton and Arsenal v Spurs. That's a 4-1 to one treble, plus 400. So, yeah, both teams have scored. Palace Fulham, Brentford Everton, Arsenal, Spurs at 4-1. to
0: one. OK, I love all of that, Baz. Um, Munaf's been trolling me all day today, Barry, and he's tra- He's just joined here just to try again. He's got sand in his vagina about something today, and I don't know what it is, uh, but he has not left me alone, and he's still going. I refuse uh, to bite any of your silliness, Munaf. Um Looks like, Barry, the story of the container full of uh, Lego is going to have to wait for another week. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> yes, to be honest, we never get much spare
1: time on the uh, on the Wednesday night show because we've got 10 Premier League games to cover. And you've got yeah. 10 minutes talking about what a terrible father you are.
0: i was <laughs> um, just what a terrible man I am, not a terrible father. kids yeah, thought all, all of this is hilarious. So, we'll, Yeah, we'll get it out there on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have another go on Sunday right thanks everyone uh, for listening thanks everyone who joined and chipped it in the chat I'm Um yeah Um if you want to go and listen to some MLB in an hour me and Lundy are going to give out 15 winners or thereabouts Um good luck with all your picks thank you very much Barry we'll be back reckon Sunday night Baz watch a bit yeah. of Red Zone and uh, make some picks Sunday night 8.30 we'll be Sunday night 8.30 yeah, roger yeah, that yeah, Good luck, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll see you down the road. Cheers.